Hello, everyone. I'm Michelle Birdie, and you're listening to a special edition of the Wordsworth for self-isolating students of Russian with too much time on their hands. Sit back and prepare to discover that as far as one set of verbs goes, you've been saying it all wrong. Russian stance verbs, стоять, to stand, лежать, to lie, сидеть, to sit, and висеть, to hang, are particularly problematic for English speakers. At first glance, they don't seem much different than their English equivalents. Stayite describes a vertical position, lejait, a horizontal position, and sidit is a kind of in-between position. Some things stand and lie just like their English counterparts. If you lean a painting against a wall, you could say in Russian, kartina stayit ustinli, the painting is standing up against the wall. But if you lay the painting down on a table, you could say, Картина лежит на столе. The painting is lying on the table. Books placed flat on a desk, лежать, they lie, while books placed upright on a shelf, стоять, stand. Simple, right? So what's the problem? The problem is when you're talking in Russian about inanimate objects or creatures other than humans and pets. In everyday English, we generally just use a form of to be to describe location and position. The plates on the table. The boots were in the hall. Once when I was getting ready for a party, my friend asked where the plates were. Since plates are flat, I answered, Terilki уже лежат на столе. The plates are already on the table. She made a noise. <coughs> I asked what was so funny, and she explained, as if to a child, that in Russian, Tarelki stayat. Plates stand. It got worse. If little mice were standing on the table, I'd say, Mushki stayat. The mice are standing. More laughter. Mushki sidyat. Mice sit, even when they're standing. This sounds very logical to Russian speakers, and totally illogical to non native speakers of Russian. When I began to look for rules to guide me, I discovered that grammar and textbooks were little help. Native speakers usually all agreed on what verb must be used, but they often couldn't explain why. Linguists have only recently begun to plumb the mystery. While Russian language specialists more or less agree that there are some conceptual and perceptual underpinnings to the use of Russian stance verbs, they disagree on what they might be. And they admit that, so far, they haven't been able to formulate rules to explain all of the usage. To get a handle on this, I interviewed about 20 native Russian speakers in Moscow and sent queries to a listserv for translators. My informants, ranged in age from about 20 to 60, were native to Moscow or other Russian cities and represented a variety of educational and social levels. I found almost complete unanimity of usage and some recurring explanations for the logic underpinning the usage. Based on my informant's comments and literature on the subject, I developed some preliminary theories about the logic of stance verbs and rules to help non-native speakers negotiate this difficult aspect of the Russian language. So, what sits? According to my informants, small scurrying creatures with legs that are barely visible, are always said to sit when they stop moving. For example, yozhiki, hedgehogs, bilki, squirrels, and mushki, mice, all sidyat, sit. 
even if they are just frozen mid-dash across the yard, tree branch, or your picnic table. All insects and anything that flies, muhi, flies, babachki, butterflies, and ptitsi, birds, also sit. Pauk sidit na padakoniki. The spider is on the windowsill. This is even true when the insect is splayed out horizontally. Gusenitsa sidit na listia. The caterpillar is on the leaf. It's sitting on the leaf in Russian. My informants told me that the verb lejat can be used with any of these creatures, but it conveys the notion of fatal immobility. Mysh lejala nastalia might be translated as a dead mouse was lying on the table. Other things that sit. Roofs sit on houses. Mushrooms sit on the ground. Clothes sit on people. And pies sit in the oven. Krisha sidit kriva na izbia. The roof of the house is crooked. Grib sidit pad birozai. There's a mushroom under the birch tree. Platya kharasho sidit na The dress fits her well. Pirog sidit v pichki. The pie is in the oven. My informants thought that roofs sit on houses as an analogy for the way a hat sits on a person's head. However, no one could explain why apparel sits on a person, although one thoughtful person suggested, Ну, одежда точно не может лежать или стоять на человеке, так что остается только сидеть. Well, clothes definitely can't lie or stand on a person, so the only thing that's left is for them to sit. Informants thought that a mushroom sits because its stem, called noshka, a leg, can't be seen the way a hedgehog's legs are barely visible. Other informants under the age of 40 said they wouldn't use sidiet in relation to a mushroom at all, but rather the verb rasti, to grow. Sidiet also seems to be used for things and people that are stuck or immobilized in some way, either against their will or due to circumstances beyond their control. For example, Пробка крепко сидит в бутылке. The cork is really stuck tight in the bottle. Он сидит в турме. He's in prison. Она сидит дома с детьми. She's at home with the kids. Я сижу в пробке. I'm stuck in traffic. Я сижу на диете. I'm on a diet. What stands? At the top of the list of objects that stand are containers. Anything designed to hold something. So, vaza, a vase, tarelka, a plate, shkatulka, a box, miska, a bowl, and taz, a basin. Stayat nastalia, stand, on the table. It doesn't matter if the plate is flat or if the jewelry box is longer than it is high. If they're positioned to carry out their containing duties, ani stayat, they stand. Perhaps because tufli, shoes, batinki, low boots, and sapagi, high boots, are conceptually containers, they kind of hold feet, after all, they also stand. Gidia batinki, ani stayat v koridoria. Where are your boots? They're in the hallway. Stayats can be thought of as the default verb for these objects. When they're ready for action, standing upright, ready to hold something, like your foot, anistayat. But if they are not ready for action, if they're lying on their side, upside down, broken, or piled up willy-nilly, anilijat, they lie. 
Тарелка лежит на столе would mean that the plate is somehow oddly placed on the table. When I asked my native speaker informants what тарелка лежит would mean, they interpreted to mean that the plate was lying, say, upside down or broken or in a jumble of tableware after a party. Сапоги лежат на полу would mean the boots are tipped over and lying on the floor. Objects on display usually stand. Статуэтка мышки стоит на буфете. The mouse figurine is on the sideboard. In the animal kingdom, large creatures with visible legs stand. Лошадь стоит в поле. A horse is standing in the field. Рядом стоит корова. A cow is standing next to it. When time, weather conditions, or water stop moving, they stand in Russian. This is actually pretty easy for English speakers to remember, since when time isn't running out, it's standing still, and if the water doesn't run down your drain, you have a problem with standing water. В Москве стоит морозная погода. Moscow is having a patch of very cold weather. В подвале постоянно стоит вода. There's always standing water in my basement. Слезы стояли у нее в глазах. Tears were in her eyes. Кажется, что время стоит на месте. It seems like time is standing still. None of my informants could explain why стоять was used in these cases. However, several cited the paradigm idiot stait, it goes, it stands still. It's possible that the usage of stayat with time, water, and weather was once an expressive way of describing astanavlivatsa, to stop, and maybe that's just lost its original metaphorical sense. What lies? Hair lies on your head, that is, kagdanistayat dibum when it's not standing on end. How do you make your hair stay neatly in place? Money, when not changing hands or working for you, also lies. Деньги лежать в банке, на счету, в кошелке, в ящике на кухне. The money is in the bank, in an account, in my wallet, in a drawer in the kitchen. Most food not in packages lies. That is, you might say, sol стоит на полке. The salt is on the shelf, because it's in a package or a salt cellar. Or, ketchup стоит около плиты. The ketchup is by the stove, because it's in a container. But хлеб, овощи и фрукты лежат на столе. Bread, vegetables, and fruit lie on the table. It seems that the rule is this. If something doesn't have a base or an obvious top and bottom, it lies. Детские мячики лежат в углу. The kids' balls are in the corner. Therefore, shadows also lie, even if they're on the ceiling. Or perhaps, like children's balls, they lie because they're thrown отброшенный? I don't know. In any case, Саду было тихо, прохладно, и темные тени лежали на земле. It was quiet and cool in the garden, and dark shadows lay on the ground. 
People who are sick or injured lie in hospitals or at home, even if they're not bedridden. Он лежит в больнице со сломанной рукой. He's in the hospital with a broken arm. Муж простудился, лежит дома. My husband caught a cold and is taking a sick day at home. Лежать adds information, the person is ill, and distinguishes their situation from сидеть дома с детьми, to stay at home with the kids. When viewed from above or afar, elements of a landscape, however massive, often lie. Перед нами лежало море. The sea lay below us. Even some tall structures on a high hill might lie in Russian, although in English they would stand. Небольшая крепость лежала на высоком и крутом берегу реки. A small fort stood, literally lay, on a high and steep riverbank. And if something isn't being used, if something isn't working or is in storage, it lies too. It doesn't matter if the thing is placed horizontally, vertically, or any which way. Лежат дома косметические спонжики, но пользоваться ими мне неудобно. I've got cosmetic sponges lying around at home, but I find them hard to use. Зимой наши велосипеды лежат в сарае. In the winter, we put away our bicycles in the shed. Boxes, коробки, are tricky. Most of the time, they seem to lie. Коробка спичек лежит на столе. The matchbox is on the table. But when they are placed upright, on the short side, or on top of one another, Russian speakers say that they stand. When I showed native Russian speakers a photo of my apartment after the movers had come, they described the scene this way. Karubki stayali pachti do patalka. The boxes were piled up, standing, nearly to the ceiling. What hangs? In Russian, lots of things hang or hang around. Anything suspended in the air is said to hang, especially things that provide light. Lampa visit nad stalom. A lamp hangs over the table. Luna visela nad saborum. The moon hung above the cathedral. Things attached to walls also hang, no matter how big or how heavy. Еще Чехов писал, что если на стене висит ружье во время спектакля, оно обязательно должно выстрелить. It was Chekhov who wrote that if a gun hangs on the wall, during the play it absolutely must go off. Над кроватью висел тяжелый ковер. A heavy rug was hanging on the wall above the bed. Even shelves hang. Полка, которая висит на стене, называется настенная полка. A shelf that is attached to the wall is called a wall shelf. Sometimes the hanging things stick out or hang over. На стене над ней висел металлический шкафчик. A metal cupboard on the wall loomed over her. Locks hang too. На всех дверях висят замки. All the doors are padlocked. You also use visets for things that hover in the air. Вертолет висел над подсадочной площадкой. 
the helicopter hovered over the landing pad. Things hover figuratively, too. But for some reason, mostly bad things hang over people or in the air between them. В воздухе висело слово, которое все так боялись произнести. The word that everyone was so afraid to say out loud hung in the air. Напряжение висело между ними. There was tension between them. Над нами его решение висело, как замоклов меч. His decision hung over us like the sword of Damocles. На меня еще долг висит. I've still got a debt hanging over me. Threats hang too. Угроза терроризма висит над всем регионом. The threat of terrorism hangs over the entire region. And sounds too. Висели над улицей громкие крики. Loud screams could be heard over the street. Clothes can hang in three different ways. They can hang on a hook or hanger. Платье висит в гардеробе. My dress is hanging in the closet. Part of them can hang down. Платье странно висит сзади. The dress sags strangely in the back. And they can hang on a person either because they're too big or simply unflattering. Она так резко похудела, что платье просто висит на ней. She lost so much weight so quickly that the dress just hangs on her. Платье висит на тебе как мешок. Не идет. The dress just hangs on you like a sack. It doesn't suit you at all. And things can hang in two ways around your neck. One is nice. На шее у нее висел амулет из бриллиантов и сапфиров. She wore an amulet of diamonds and sapphires around her neck. The other is a burden. На шее у него висят студенческие долги. He's got student loans weighing him down. In English, burdens are often on another part of the body. Куда мои родственники пойдут? Повиснут у меня на шее. Where are my relatives going to go? I'll never get them off my back. When you have burdens like this, you need to vent to a friend. That involves some hanging, too. Мы весь вечер висели на телефоне. We talked on the phone. Literally, we hung from the phone all evening. So how did it get there? The final difficult part for English speakers is the verb you use to place something. In Russian, the verb you use to put someone or something somewhere depends largely on the position you put that someone or something in. If you're putting them into a horizontal position, you use the verb pair klast polozhits. If you're putting them into a vertical position, you use the verb pair stavit postavit. And if something lies, lejit, that is, if the object requires the verb lejit to describe its resting position, you use klast polozhit to put it there. If something stands in its resting position, stait, then you use stavit. So, 
Мы положили бабушку в больницу. We put my grandmother in the hospital. Положи хлеб на стол. Put the bread on the table. Она решила положить деньги в банк под большие проценты. She decided to put her money in a high-interest bank account. Because remember, деньги лежат. You also use класс положить when putting food on plates since it lies there. Положить тебе грибы. Shall I serve you some mushrooms? This usage seems to have been generalized to include sol, salt, сахар, sugar, and spitsy, spices. В суп я всегда кладу лавровый лист. I always put a bay leaf in the soup. In the kitchen, the fridge is controversial territory. Some people say that they always use klast положить when putting food in both the fridge, холодильник, and freezer, морозилка. Others distinguish between a bottle standing upright and a bag of potatoes plopped onto a shelf. Pastav vino v holodilnik. Put the wine in the fridge. Ya polozhila pelmeni v morozilku. I put the pelmeni in the freezer. I put the pelmeni in the freezer. When Russian speakers describe placing objects that stand, stayed, they use stavit pastavit. When Russian speakers describe placing objects that stand, they use stavit pastavit. Pastav padnos na stol. Put the tray on the table. Ya pastavila butilku na bufet. I put the bottle on the sideboard. Placing people or animals in a standing position also uses stavit pastavit. Pastuk pastavil лошадей конюшню. The shepherd put the horses in the stable. An unexplained usage is stavit pastavit, to place something for medicinal effect. So you use stavit with banki, jars, garchishnik, mustard plaster, thermometer, thermometer, and even piavki, leeches even though they lie or wiggle. For things that hang, it's logical. In most cases, you simply use visit pavisit to hang. There are plenty of upbeat how-to articles about this. Как повесить полку на стену? Очень легко. How do you install a hanging shelf? Easy. But if you have one of those walls that are first impossible to drill and then dissolve into powder, повесить полку вызвать мастера на час. Need to put up a wall shelf. Call a specialist by the hour. Unanswered questions. Usage of stance verbs in Russian seems to be acquired by native speakers at a very early age. One informant said that her eight-year-old daughter who grew up abroad and only spoke Russian at home, used verbs exactly like her parents did. Even with animate and inanimate objects she'd never described before. So there appears to be some internal logic that has not yet been fully described. Discovering that logic 
that internal picture of the way objects and creatures are immobile in Russian would make it possible to develop a more complete and cogent set of usage rules for non-native speakers. In the meantime, this is all I've got. That's it for your long, long self-isolation podcast. If you find it helpful, please consider supporting the Moscow Times. As you can imagine, our advertisers are not advertising right now. Thanks for tuning in. До встречи на следующей неделе. Пока!